what's up, guys? It's Brittany Chisholm. You're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Hey, this is Chicken. Thanks for listening to the Moto X Pod. What's up? Seven Deuce Trace here on the Moto X Pod Show. Hey, pretty baby, are you ready for me? Yeah, it's a good rockin' daddy down from Tennessee. I'm just out off from Baffle San Antonio with a radio blastin' in the bird dog on. There's a speed trap with my head sound the town, but no local yoga gonna shut me down. Cause me and my boys got this rigging around, and we'll come a thousand miles from a guitar jam. Episode 69, dude. <laughs> That's a funny drop to have, like, play after this song. I know, right? That's Party awesome. time. Party time. <laughs> Episode 69 of the Moto X Pod Show. 69, guys. Holy shit. It's brought to you by All Sport Dynamics. Visit motocrosswristbrace.com to get yourself the same braces worn by Weston Pike, Adam Cincerillo, Austin Fortner, plenty of other guys. Uh, TJ Smith wears them. <clears throat> Our guy Darkside over here wears them, of course. Everybody knows that. Yeah. I mean, who didn't know that? Muscle Mark himself wears a pair. Um, Jeff and the crew will take good care of you, and uh, I highly recommend them, as do these other jerkies sitting here next to me. Shock Socks, the original and number one 10-second removable fork silk protector. Visit BurnMotorsports.com to get yourself some details on how to pick pick yourself up a set of Shock Socks, guys. Yeah. Uh, and or visit your local dealer. That's yeah. I talked to Shan about it this weekend, and he's that's the way he just man. You go to your local dealer; they all have accounts with yeah, for it be sure. Tucker or whatever. Just yeah, go to your local dealer, ask for shock socks. That's the way to do it. Well, I know that I'm just throwing his website. Well, out I there. you know I I screwed up and said WPS a couple weeks ago, and I, I told him that, and he's like, yeah, just tell him to go to the local dealer. So well, that, now yeah, he hates you. That's what I've been doing. Now he hates you. Yes, I could tell Mister. He's gonna, he's gonna be staying at his house tomorrow night. I could tell Mister. Shan Garcia and listen because that's exactly what I say every week. That's okay. Yeah, though. he probably doesn't listen. It's okay though. We still love him. MX Girl Designs, guys, that's G U R L. Hit up Char at MXGirl.com. Yeah, MXGirl.com. Email her, get you a, a template made, get you some uh, high quality graphics at a reasonable rate. And uh, can't, can't beat that. Hit her up on uh, Instagram at MXGirl. Remember, that's G U R L. And or on Facebook, MX Girl Designs. Guys, episode 69. DJ TJ back in the house, Dark Side Muscle Mark. What up, guys? What's up, man? What's going on? What's up, man? What's, What's up? up? What's up? Hey, man, I'm just happy to be back. I actually been. You literally just got back from Daytona. Like, not even an hour ago. Literally just got back. Yeah. Told you I was freaking out when the garage was open. I was like, <gasps> we left it open last week. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Daytona was awesome. The yeah. viewing from the stands is by far the worst I've ever seen at a Supercross. It is ridiculously it's bad as far as, yeah. I mean, it's. It's not good at all. The um, I've heard I've heard it's a shit show to try to watch it there. We went up on the we went we were we went up as high as we could get in like the the general. Could seating, you see anything? And you could see stuff then. And it was actually it wasn't as bad. But the people who are down there on the like the straightaway can't see anything. 
First off, yeah, that was a. I mean, you could see parts of it, but they weren't. I don't think those people were there to watch the races. They just want to be down there and be cool next right. to the deal. You, that, that makes sense. Yeah, but almost like your trackside. I gotta say this, I've I've watched NASCAR on TV plenty of times, dude. The straightaway that bank that everybody's sitting on is at like a forty five degree angle. Yeah, yeah. I didn't the 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 turn number four. You almost cannot walk up it. It's almost a vertical wall. No, you got to go to Talladega. I didn't even know this. Yeah, Talladega's not really too. I, I, it's I, almost ninety degrees. I it's think. it's ridiculous. I mean, it's so far up that you could just lean forward and like hold, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And they're running about two hundred plus through there. <laughs> huh, that's it's crazy, nuts, isn't it? And also didn't know that those cars had like eight hundred horsepower. Oh, they're yeah, it's naturally crazy. aspirated. Everybody V8. thinks it's just some redneck jerky sport. It ain't that way no more. Uh-huh. Have you never been to? a sprint car race dirt track nope okay those cars are little they weigh about 1800 pounds and they're like 850 horsepower wow. they do 200 miles an hour on a 3 8 oval that's like going to your high school track mm-hmm. and running 100 you know that's 190 miles an hour around that let's talk about motor let's talk about motor Anyways, yeah yeah i but, mean well i mean I'm, this a, is... I'm a big sprint car fan though i grew up with that so don't care about nascar you do but... you do some pretty gay stuff okay okay <laughs> are we done are we done with this part of the <laughs> show yet guys tj <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Anyways, y'all both shut up. But now, have it, Justin freaking Brayton, Daytona awesome. 450 Supercross winner. He got yep. one, guys. Yep. That's that's just crazy because like I kept having weed all week long, and we were out there at the <laughs> at, at Daytona for the amateur, and he was there and talking with him. He's like Brayton just kept saying. I can't believe it was Daytona. Hundred yeah. percent chance Weege climaxed when he crossed the finish line. Hundred <laughs> percent chance. He was excited he for was, sure. He was good, man. What a good race, good track. I know Tomac was, you know, everybody seemed to have their issues. Tomac almost came back and won. Brayton kept him from that. I thought that was pretty legit. Yeah, you know, he didn't even let him get near him. Well, I had Eli and Christian Craig in fantasy, and I was like, don't pass, don't pass Brayton. I don't care. <laughs> don't pass Brayton. Yeah. Well, it's good to know your fantasy didn't uh, take preference over a good nope. guy getting it. No, nope, nope. I want a Brayton to win. <laughs> What's funny is Reed's put all this, uh, you know, he wants to be the oldest race winner. And if yeah. he wins one, he will be. Right. But right. All of a sudden, like that, that was the next LaRocco record he was after, and Brayton broke it just, yep. just yep. out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Know? That was pretty cool. Did not think he was going to. When I saw the results, because I didn't watch the race live, I had to watch it the next day. I had to go back and look. I was like, make sure I read that right. The Brayton one, <laughs> and that's no disrespect to Justin. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't. Th- it's Daytona and it's Justin Brayton. You wouldn't. Right. You wouldn't put the two together. If you like, you said if you put like suit, you know, St. Louis or something out there. Yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, he probably would win that. That's true. But uh, man, I'm so pumped for that dude. What a nice guy. Well, it was awesome. It was even better watching Barry Carson race. <laughs> big boar Barry. Did he have a big boar in his 450? I don't think so, dude. It was awesome. Dude, I'm telling you, the amateur racing was better than the the, the vet classes were way better. They If they televised that, they could have. It would have got better reviews right than even on. Brayton winning. It was some great racing. Right on. Well, I'm gonna. Add, we'll get to the, a little bit more of your experience doing that here yes. a little bit later in the show. We're gonna get. We've uh, we've got a couple good guests lined up. Uh, speaking of Justin Brayton, uh, his mechanic Tony Berluti, legendary Tony Berluti, gonna join us tonight. We're also gonna talk to five-time Arena Cross champ Mr. Dennis Hawthorne, and we're gonna end it with Jay Reynolds from Nitro Arena Cross Junior Moto X. Is what we're talk junior about. Moto X is what we're talking about tonight. Yeah, yep. he he yep. is now running that Junior Moto X. I think he, him and his business partner got it from um, Pernard. Pernard, and I think Pernard's going to stay on and help him out. You know what I mean? But yeah, he, I would hope so. He's about the best promoter there is out there, Pernard. And watching good. what yeah. Jay did with that Nitro Arena Cross, I see good things in the future for that Junior cool. Moto X. That Nitro things grown, but yeah, we'll quick break, guys. Be back with Mr. Tony Berluti. 
guys, welcome back. We're going to get to our first guest. Uh, coming off his, uh, I believe this is his first uh, win as a mechanic, Super 450 Supercross win there, legendary mechanic, and uh, the man turning the wrenches on the number 10 bike, uh, Tony Berluti. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Hey, good, man, good. Thanks for coming on tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. So has has the ether settled yet? Are you still like, wow, you know? Or is it, is it kind of worn off a little bit now? It, it's worn off a bit now, but yeah, I mean, the first day and then yesterday with, you know, people just texting and stuff, you know, it, it was really something. Uh, he seems like he's, J- Justin seems like he's really well received in the industry and stuff. So yeah, it was, oh, no it was, doubt. It was yeah. super, I don't, super nice. I don't sure. think the ether, I don't think the dust has settled with Brighton yet. I think he's still just as excited, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was out, uh, Training, we got, um, you know, unfinished business still, you know, so he was out training this morning, he called me, and we were talking about clutch stuff, so uh, <laughs> he was hard at it this morning. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny last night on Pulp, where he's like, oh, yeah, you know, the next day I was out car car seat shopping for, for my daughter. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was funny. Back to reality. Yeah, funny. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, hi, Berluti, tell us, uh, you know, you're, you're back in the trenches after after some time off. How, how would you rate your year thus far? How are you enjoying your team? Yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't really expect the success that, you know, the team's having. Uh, but, you know, I came because, you know, Mike Genova and Tony Lessie, you know, kind of talked me into coming back, you know. And, and if it wouldn't have been for a guy like Brayton, you know, I probably would have totally told him no. I told him no at first, and then, <laughs> they kind of, you know, like I said, coax me back, and I go, okay, you guys, I'll do it, you know. So then uh, it's been great from the minute, you know, that Justin and I started working together. So, yeah, it's been really, really good. Well, and if you take the success out of it, the win, you know, this past Saturday night and the main event number one or whatever you want to call it, win the week before, if you take that away, are you still enjoying it? It is still – is it more fun than you thought it was going to be? You know – that stuff makes it fun. Um, you know, the other parts that, you know, most people don't see mm-hmm. isn't fun. You know, the travel, uh, I've had two late flights, you know, that are three hours late, you oh, know, wow. and then and at three in the morning, you know, all that stuff that people don't see. And then, you know, on Sunday, you know, like this week, uh, we tried to celebrate just a little bit, you know, and I had to get up early and then the time changed. So yeah. I probably got about three hours sleep and then I, I was hard at it that next day because i had to catch a seven o'clock flight in orlando so you know you're it's it's a grind it can be a grind definitely yeah we we uh mark and i at houston and at dallas we were able to help out chad reed's team a little bit and get to know goose a little bit and we kind (laughs) of we saw a little bit of you know them getting there late and then having some issues maybe with some personnel and they're and you, you know the stuff that the regular people don't get to see just how much work yeah. actually goes in and putting the, the tent team. up and all that stuff and the wind blowing and then tearing it down afterwards <laughs> yeah it's it's a lot of there's it's a much it's not as glamorous as everybody thinks it is now for us it was still amazing cuz we only did it the two times but i'm sure <laughs> week in no. week out yeah that would be difficult you know, you'd ask me, you know, just on the, on the, you know, bad side of it or whatever, but for the most part, no, I'm, I'm having a ball and, you know, just, uh, Justin's professionalism and working with him and then just the team and the two young guys that I work with, they're very respectful of me and, uh, we're a really small operation and yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's fun, you know, I mean, 
I am having fun. It's just those those parts that I just kind of discussed. You know, those are the reasons why I kind of got off the road in the first place. Sure. Mainly the travel and stuff. But this is this is really fun right now. And and I I know you know Justin gives it his all all the time. And like I said, he was hard at it this morning. You know doing you know his work and uh i know he'll come to st louis ready to go so that's that's the good part you know and he's very respectful i don't think there's a more well-liked guy in the pits than justin brayton uh at least at least to my knowledge i'm sure there there may be but man everybody everybody's seen pump for him and you just don't always see that yeah it's, it's that's really true i mean i you know, I never received so much, you know, congratulations from all the different teams and just, uh, you know, in all the years I've been doing it, you know, um, when I was back at Factory Suzuki and even when I, I worked with Damon Huffman and, you know, he, we won two championships in a row and stuff, it, it just, this had a completely different feeling. It was it was really something else, you know. It was fun. Well, speaking of that, uh, Berluti, I, I did not realize – that that this was your first premier class win. I, I just assumed you had a shitload of them because, I mean, let's face it, man. I know you don't toot your own horn, but I'm gonna toot it for you. You're legend, dude. And uh, but well, hey, thank you. I, e- either way, <laughs> congratulations. It's awesome. I just I, I didn't realize that. It, yeah, it was it was the first for for in Supercross. You know, I've had some outdoor stuff in the 125 and 250 class back then. You know, and but in uh, in the action and then I won a quite a few races in the 125 supercross with huffman and uh, a couple of different other riders but um for the most part uh no this is it this was the first one i've had podiums and stuff uh with tedesco and you know renard back in the day and stuff like that but yeah this this is it so yeah I, it felt really really good no it's awesome and uh i mean i it's just what what, what, a, what a feeling you know I, you guys um I just can't believe that uh, this team has come so far. You know, it's just it's amazing to see, and and props to you and for getting back involved. I think it makes it all a little more exciting, at least for us nerds over here, anyways. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, I I hope I bring bring a little something to the team as far as just you know. Obviously, I have a lot of um, you know experience, knowledge, or whatever. I, but uh, you know, and I I would like to hope I bring a little something to the team. But you know, it's it's. It's let's face it. At the end of the day, it's what the rider does and what he puts in. He's the one that makes me look good, you know. I think that's part of it. But come on, Tony, you got to face the facts. Brayton never won a race or ne- never won a main event until you came on board. And technically, I'm going to call last week a main event win because they're calling it a main event. So he's won <laughs> two of them this year with and, Tony and, Berluti. And, yeah, at I the think wrenches. it's all Berluti wrenching. <laughs> well, I'd like to toot my horn or, or believe that that I have something to do with it. But um, yeah, no, he's. I, I mean, I think I, I help him with his yeah, you know absolutely. mental part of it a little bit, and um, I think he has trust in me. And you know, I'm an old wily veteran, so I think I think he looks up to me at to, to that at you know some at some you know you know degree or whatever. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's great. I it's. The whole thing's been fun, you know, and Tony Alessi does everything he can to make everything work together, so that's awesome. And Genova's amazing, you know, as a, uh, as a team owner, and he's really into it. He, unfortunately, he didn't make it this week. but uh, Yeah, yeah, I heard that. You know, so, yeah, so he missed out. 
you know, we were mentioning you've had a pretty historic career, worked with some of the most amazing riders ever, Buddy Antonez, Robbie Raynard, Ezra Lust, Stefan Ricotta, Sebastian Tortelli, Mikhail Pashan, <laughs> Damon Huffman, um, man, the list just goes on. Yeah. What have you learned from uh, those riders, you know, that maybe has made you a better mechanic? Is there anything that they've kind of contributed to your your the way you do things that maybe has made you a little bit better mechanic than you were 20 years ago? You know, if you're not learning, you're losing as far as I'm concerned. I think I learned with every rider that I've had, you know, as far as personalities and stuff, I mean, just myself, you know, I, I, I need to learn to be patient more. And, you know, a lot of working with different you know, personalities and stuff has made me more patient, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then uh, also the psyche part of it, you know, you when you work with that many people you and, and you figure out what works, you know, for all of them, that's pretty similar. You take those things and then you continue using them. And so to answer your question, for example, like, um, they, you know, a lot of people are saying, Hey, so were you letting him know that Tomac was coming? But I don't put names. I let them, I tell them if they're plus or minus, you know, plus, you know, yeah, you, you know, that kind of stuff. And then my main thing is lap time. So I try not to, I try to do things that, doesn't get in their head you know that's that's the biggest thing i try to work on i just lap times to me are the most important things you know it's an important tool for them i mean i can do cheetah flips and you know do all kinds of crazy shit out there like a nut job or something (laughs) scream and yell but but you know i mean it's just the thing of uh lap times i mean sure i get emotional and excited and uh you know but this week i was pretty calm and it just man it just was a electric night I, i really it turned out awesome I like what you just said about not putting things on the board to get in their head because, like, I, I didn't really ever think about that. But, you know, in my mind, you might be putting, like, hey, Eli's coming, but that could be really damaging. Could totally to his, take their focus. Yeah, on you know, and I hadn't really considered that. So I think, yeah, that's pretty smart. That's a cool thing that you've probably learned over the years. And Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really cool. How about the, mm-hmm. the rider-mechanic relationship? How has it changed? Because, I mean, you've been around a long time, so you, you know, you've done the box, the, the box man days, probably driving across country and where you're with the guys more. Have you, is there a big difference in how you interact with Justin than, say, Robbie back in the day? Oh, for sure. Um, Robbie, Robbie, we're in, in semi then, but – yeah, for sure. It's you know now you got engine guys, you got suspension guys. I mean we we have suspension guys, but you have engine guys, you know, and then you got nutritionists, you got you know trainers, you got so many different guys. So your uh, interactment with your rider isn't 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 like what it used to be for sure, you know. And then right. back in the box band days, it was really intimate. You know, those yeah. guys would come in and they'd be sitting in the box band while you're getting the bike ready, you know, and. Um, so yeah, you were more one-on-one and I think it was maybe there was a little bit more cl- closer, like with Buddy Antonis when we first went out there, you know, I, I got really close with Buddy because you, you, you spend more time with him, you know, but, um, with, as far as Brayton, he's a veteran, which is working really good for me because he knows what to do. He knows how to eat. He knows, he, he does all that stuff. So he comes in, I'll, I'll go up to the lounge and talk to him about changes if he wants, and if he needs, if he wants to make a change or if everything's okay and stuff. And mm-hmm. that, that'll be a brief, maybe five minutes. And then, you know, I'll, I'll walk and get back to doing what I'm doing. And then I won't see him until he pops out, you know, before, you know, five minutes before we have to go down for the second practice or whatever. Oh, wow. Okay. <clears throat> the, the list of guys that you've wrenched for is, is also legendary. And I'm, I, 
happy to say it includes Robbie Raynard. He's he's my absolute all time favorite as it goes. I'm, I'm a really? nerd. Awesome. When I see Robbie, I get like a little girl. I blush and can't hardly talk because we ran into him in Dallas, and I'm like, oh, 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 oh hi, hi, you know. And I've talked to him several times, and we've interviewed him on here, uh-huh. but I still get that way. But one thing I wanted to point out: is it weird that Damon Huffman's a cop now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You know, we I spent some time with him at I think Anaheim one or Anaheim two. I mm-hmm. forget which one. Maybe, but uh, yeah, he came and we were talking about it. And I can tell you a quick little funny story about it. He um, he was he his his uh, other guys were were uh, you know rousing him and saying, hey, we want you to wheelie one of those things. And they they had those BMWs, those big BMW cop bikes in California. Mm-hmm. And I guess he was next to a sergeant or whatever and and sure enough he pulled it off you know and that sergeant went and looked over at him and it and he won 25 bucks and free lunch or something like that because of this <laughs> but uh but he said he had to try real hard but he did it and you know they gave him they give him shit because he rides with his elbows up and stuff like that they go are you getting ready to attack a jump or whatever and he just thinks that's just how he rides you know but so yeah it's funny but He's a motor top, and he loves doing it, you know. Well, he, he's still riding with that perfect form. He always he was known for, you know. The dude was just <laughs> yeah, silky. exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So speaking of silky, uh, Brayton was oh man. I think he maybe that very last lap coming to the finish line, he kind of bobbled a few times, but man, he was solid all night long. He's yeah, amazing. he was. It was yeah. Very, very yeah. impressive. Sure. Um, so we talked about you coming back to the to the series this year. With with Pulp Nation being as strong as it is, how many fans do you have coming up? You know, like like I did at Houston. You know, Berluti. I mean, you, you get that a lot more than you used to. Is that something that you're seeing a huge, like you just see it everywhere? There's a great following for sure. Um, you know, I definitely get more fanfare from that show than I do just being a mechanic and being out there and working on whether it's Brayton's bike or whether I was working on Kashan's bike or whether, you know, mm-hmm. Renard's bike. I mean, um, <clears throat> for sure there's, there's definitely, uh, more people that I get, you know, pull people and they're great and they come up and, you know, want to take a picture and they talk to you for a little bit and they're, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's, it's, it's a fun deal. It's, it's kind of fun. You know, I kind of feel a little like a celebrity a little bit, but, <laughs> right. and it's, you know, yeah, it's kind of cool. Are, man. Yeah. You're kind of, you kind of are a celebrity now. <laughs> oh shit. I don't know about that. No, but, no, that, that show makes rock stars out of people, the, the guys in the background. And, and I, yeah, I think that's really cool that Mathis has done that answer. Like the privateers guys like seven deuce deuce and we're sitting A-Ray. next to one right now. <sighs> Whatever. Oh yeah, that's true. I agree with that. But I mean, don't say it too loud. Mathis will get a bigger head. Tony, I'm curious. <clears throat> so you, you've got, you've had uh, many riders throughout the years. Is there a, like say one year you lose a rider and you get a new one. Is there like a, a, a weird transition period you go through where you're feeling them out, trying to get used to them? Cause let's face it, these guys are all different. They may all be head cases, but they're all a different set of issues. I guess you could say, is there, is there like a, a period where you're kind of like, maybe a little weirded out or just nervous no absolutely for sure um but the biggest the biggest thing that i found um i i can adjust and you know feel them out and and it it can be kind of weird at first but it it easily comes around and you, you you end up with a good relationship but the worst part is when they have a father attached and and they're putting things in their ears and they're saying you know they're 
father thinks you need to do this and do that and stuff. That that that's you know that's that's the only part that can be difficult at times. But for the most part, um, it is different, different personalities. But you know you can adjust, and um, at the end of the day, you, you both got one goal, and that's to to do the best. You know, and but there's been times where I've had to tell riders, you know, they go, "Hey, I'm on your team. You know, I'm doing the best I can for you." So because a lot of them are, you know, they start second-guessing their self, and then they'll maybe possibly second-guess the bike and stuff, you know, and so you have to, you know, tell them and reassure them that, hey, look, I'm on your team, dude. I, I want you to win as bad as, you know, you do. You know, I, I want this to happen. You know, I maybe I sometimes feel like I even wanted it more than them, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Robbie seems like a guy that would have been pretty easy to deal with. He's so quiet and he's just chill about everything. Was he that way when he raced, too? Yeah, pretty much. Him and I really, you know, hit it off from the get go. He's he's like my, he's like my younger. He's like a brother that I wish I would have had. You know, I mean, um, yeah, we we ended up, you know, building a good relationship, and it was unfortunate he got hurt a lot. But yeah, we we spent quite a bit of time together, and and then, uh, um, you know, we talk a lot on the phones. Like a lot of times, most most of my riders in my career I didn't speak with on the phone too much you know but if they need if they needed something or if I needed to talk to them about something but for the most part you know we made you know on the weekends you know but some of them you you get a bond with it's like you know a brother you know and and not 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 a lot of them but there's been a few you know buddy being one you know you know Robbie being one I mean I've actually been very fortunate where I've had riders that I've felt that I got along really well with yeah, well, so you talked about Robbie being, you know, not too difficult or whatever. Who was the most difficult, or maybe the pickiest with levers or, you know, always changing things? Was there anybody that really just drove you nuts? Um, that that was Robbie. Robbie okay. was difficult that way. <laughs> I mean, as far as personality and us getting along, no, Robbie was – suspension-wise and stuff, man, he was – he could be a – and I don't like to say, but head case, you know. And, and uh, right now – um great and justin is very very you know with his grips to his levers to his bars i mean he is probably you know using the word anal I, you know i guess there's better words but he's probably the worst there there is and i won't say worse but he's the one that's the most picking you know, that way right is, would be would be justin okay yeah. well i've got a uh one of our listeners and he's a pulp listener his name is uh dane evans on twitter he wanted me to ask you, he said, hey, please ask Berluti at what point during the race at Daytona did he say to himself, self, Justin might just win this thing. <laughs> and then side note, I stood in my living room and yelled with my hands up in the air when Justin Brayton won the race. I am so happy for him. So anyway, he wants to know at what point at what point it hit home that, hey, he could pull this off. I would say probably, um, probably three or four laps from the end, um, Tony, you know, was, you know, getting excited and saying, you know, that, uh, you, you know, that Tomac's coming and I could see him coming yeah. and stuff, but, um, I, he was, you know, Brayton was so solid the whole time. And I saw guys coming, you know, between Webb at one time was coming at him. And then Tomac was the guy at the end, obviously, you know, Marvin early, passed him and then he had his his issue there when he almost looped out and and i saw him coming and you know and i you know what can you do you know but but then that happened and then 
he established a really good lead at one time, a good cushion, probably about 10, almost not quite 10 second lead. And then, um, then when Tomac was coming, Tony got a little excited and I said, Tony, we got this, yeah. you know, and I, I just felt really strong about it. I'd say about three laps from the end. And okay. then the sec- second to last lap, Justin, he was running two fourteens and he dropped into the 15s for a couple laps and that right. was a little alarming. But then, <laughs> then he threw down a 13 with a, a two, two laps to go. And at that point in time, I, I, I was feeling really good about, you know, about what was going to happen. Did uh, did Tony finally calm down about that same time? He was like, yeah, this is all good, or was he still just a ball of nerves? Well, by the time he calmed down on that, and then when it really happened and he won, then he was super excited about that. <laughs> right. Screaming on the phone, we won, we That's won. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. That's awesome. I've got a couple more questions for you. Um, you raced at a younger age, is that right, before you became a mechanic? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was my love, you know. And when I knew I wasn't gonna make money, then I figured, and and I was, I've always been mechanical, even as a young kid. Yeah. So I kind of went that way. But yeah, I, I I used to race. So, at what level did you get to? I mean, did you ever ride pro class or did like local intermediate? Yeah, we, I call it local expert. You know, they okay. say expert pro, whatever. I mean, you you make money as an expert, but sure. I've never considered myself a pro. My brother Alan, he was. He was an amazing rider. He just liked to party and chase women too much, you know. And if or else he could have really maybe, you know, been good. He 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 had some support, you know, along the line and stuff. But uh, he got a national number. But I I was never as good as him, you know. But I made it to you know just a local expert. Okay. Well, and then yeah. you, I guess you still have your shop in Vegas. Is that right? I think it's called. Is it Monkey Rich? Is that the name of the shop? <laughs> that, that'd be a good name. Um, no, I don't. I just. I built a house about, oh, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, and then I built a shop in the back, a detached garage shop, you know? So um, that's what it is. I don't, it's not really a real business. It's okay. Just, I just work with local people that, you know, need, uh, you know, just need maintenance and stuff. And so I do mo- mostly maintenance, fork seals, stuff like that. Well, yeah, that- Taylor Hyman texted me last night and said that you were doing her. Oh, okay. We were, we were talking, about, she was on her show a couple of weeks ago, and, and she okay. had commented on, you know, the, the I had reposted the Justin Brayton th- win, and she's like, oh, yeah, Berluti's working on my forks right now. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. So, Well, it's funny that you say it. As soon as you guys technically said we're about to call, you know, we're about 15 minutes out, yeah. that's exactly what I was doing was doing her forks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, yeah. Tony, this, yeah. this is TJ, the producer. I've got a little shop here, yeah. and, I, and I help out stuff, and I actually had my own business for a while. The problem is, is I really enjoy working on dirt bikes, but you can't make a living just working on dirt bikes. You've got to, you've got to work on all the four wheelers well, and the side by side. Out where he lives, there's a lot more dirt bikes. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Out desert. here is nothing but a bunch of rednecks with yeah. with four wheelers yeah, and side by sides. You're absolutely right. And <laughs> guess what? I I turn them away, and that's a really good customer, and they they have some. I will not work on side by side street bikes or or uh, quads. I mean. Typically, I don't work on those. Right, um, right. I I stay I stay enough busy. You know, I'm not ma- I'm not I'm not getting rich or whatever. I make the make my bills or whatever. Make, but um, I basically I'm I'm very uh, I I don't work on the street bike. I don't I stay with the dirt bikes. I really do. Go. And if they're 
if they're hammered and old, I tell them, you know, bro, I don't, I just, I don't want it. Cause you know, you fix as you know, you fix one little problem, but there's 10 others behind it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, well, the problem out here is everybody goes to the mud parks. Yeah. So then they get you to rebuild oh, their God. motor. They get you to get to rebuild their motor. Then they sink it and bring it back to you and be like, I don't know why it blew up again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a big thing going See, to the mud parks. That's what I mean. Yeah, and then you're working for free or whatever. You're trying to help the guy back out or whatever. So, no, I don't. You know, I I try to stick mainly with, you know, fairly newer bikes, you know, but uh, and just dirt bikes, you know. And, and let's face it, you know, you if you have street bikes or even quads, you have to have different tools for different yep. things. And, yep. I, you know, I don't want to get into buying a bunch of more tools. I've got <laughs> enough throughout my whole career, but I don't want to have to buy special poolers and stuff to, you know, pull clutches off a of side by side or, you know, whatever, you know? Sure. So, yeah, I don't, I, I'm very uh, particular on what I work on. Well, that's really cool, man. Uh, yeah. And I, I look forward to seeing you this weekend. I'll be in St. Louis. So I'm going to come say hi to you. And... Awesome. Please do. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, yeah. Tony, we, we know Hopefully you we can keep the ball rolling. Yeah. No kidding. <clears throat> yeah. Get another one. Why not now? It's, I think you can. Yeah, I you know if we can just stay a solid top five, you know it, it, this this series has been the most crazy series mm-hmm. as far as people get hurt and things that's going on. I mean, you know, you know Justin's in third in points now, and it's it's just this weirdest thing, you know, when these guys get into second, whether it be Seeley or you know Roxon, and then then something happens the next week where they break themselves off or whatever, you know, and it's been such a crazy as you know series like that and. We're just Brayton's just hanging in there and being solid, and he's just moving up there. I mean, we're we're we're. Uh, I'm, I I think it's in his head that he knows that he actually has a you know kind of a long shot, but a shot to you know possibly be in there at the end. You know. Yeah, absolutely. The way things have been going, man. Yeah, man. He stays consistent. He'll be right there. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I hope so. I hope for him. I mean, what a way to go as a you know. Anyway, we don't want to. He, he he knows that we'll he'll just do it one by one, you know, right? At the time, but yeah, that's that's that that would be an awesome that would be an awesome feat. I know? don't know that it, I don't know if Weege's heart could handle any more though. <laughs> that's a good point. I, I, I told them on the intro to the show that 100 percent chance Weege climax when Brayton crossed the finish line. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I don't hey. So guess get a load of this. So he was hanging out in the truck at the end and. The truck driver had a go move, so they shut the door, and we're dri- we're the truck driver's driving to go out to this, you know, this parking lot where yeah. we're going to park, and we're all in the truck, and and we just in there the whole time, and just he's oh, you could he was just pumped, you know, <laughs> it was funny. That's awesome, Tony. We know you're a busy guy, so we won't take any more of your time. But good luck to you guys the rest of the season, and thank you for coming on tonight. We thank- enjoyed talking with you. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. I enjoyed it too, and uh, we'll see you this weekend. All right, Berlu. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right. Have a good evening. You too. Bye-bye. Tony Berluti, his rider, Justin Brayton, third in points, Daytona Supercross winner. Uh, Man, things are going great over there, and there's not a cooler guy in the pits than Tony Berluti. If you ever walked up, introduced yourself, talked to him, you'll realize he is one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. He's super cool, and, uh, you know, he's, he's good at working on bikes. Absolutely. So, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break and be back with the one and only Dennis Hawthorne. Hey Kylie, does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts? No way Kathy, he uses Shock Socks, the original and number one 10 second removable fork seal protector. Looks like the best way to keep grit and grime 
out of your fork seals. So if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork seals, get Shock Socks. Go to shocksocks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes too. Dark Side here. Are you guys in the market for a set of new custom graphics? Are you tired of the same old basic layouts the big box companies offer? Well, if so, then you need to check out MX Girl Designs. From custom graphic kits, stickers, reproductions, and even vintage, MX Girl does it all. Call or text Char at 936-828-1472 or email Char, C-H-A-R, at mxgirl.com. And that's mxgirl, G-U-R-L. And tell her Moto X-Pod sent you. Hey guys, Muscle Mark here. I want to introduce you to my friends over at York Welling and Fab. From new construction, truck beds, barbecue grills, and anything else you can come up with, York Welling and Fab has you covered. With deep motocross roots and 20 plus years experience, York Welling and Fab is a brand you can put your trust in. Call Carl at 903-780-7369. That's 903-780-7369 and tell him Moto X Pod sent you. All right, guys, welcome back again. Big shout-out. All Sport Dynamics, Shock Socks, and MX Girl Designs. Coming up next, five-time Arena Cross champion. Man was recently honored by the legends and heroes at the uh, Arlington Supercross. Kawasaki USA's Dennis Hawthorne. Dennis, what up, man? Hey, guys, how you doing? Glad to be on the show, guys. Glad to have you back, man. It's been a while. Yeah, it wasn't long we were chatting, I don't think. Man, it was one of the one of our earlier shows, honestly. So it's been over a year. Yeah, which does, time flies. It was cool seeing everybody at the old Supercross too, man. That was a good time down there at Cowboy Stadium. Oh, it was, but man, the the coolest thing might have been, you know, the, the Legends and the Hero giving you a little honor. Tell us about how that came about. Well, it was it was quite quite rewarding, and a huge thanks to Shan Garcia for getting the old eighty four KX five hundred tribute bike down there on the podium. And then old Mose brought out the 89 KX252. So uh, Tony Mosley, that is. I yeah. call him Mose. Yeah, yeah. We know Tony. And, uh, yeah. So uh, anyway, it was really cool of those guys. And, uh, um, you know, Alex Moros and, and uh, um, oh, heck, oh, Brad Whitmore, those old, those old guys, uh, you know, they put a lot of long hours into making sure that program's successful across the nation. And uh, I don't know if you guys have uh, – I'm sure if you have not – if anyone listening has not been into their – trailer to check out that experience do so and then that that spring mounted bike they have out front yeah. of, their, mm. of their thing is is i did it in houston and the, it was pretty pretty uh, nauseating and and, and <laughs> but if I, once i got past the nausea i was really digging it though yeah it really i saw felt some like kids doing, doing a lap that. around the vegas track right, right. <laughs> that's awesome so you know t- tell us what's been going on with you you're still working for kawasaki uh, you know how, how are things going uh, on your side of things well, February 26th marked my uh, 22nd anniversary with the company. Uh, so I've been with Kawasaki as an employee for 22 years now. And uh, I, I mean, I, I couldn't be happier. It's a great company to work for. Uh, got uh, uh, my direct boss, Bruce Gill. He's, he's a good guy to uh, uh, hang out with and work for. And, uh, you know, I got a lot of great coworkers in the central region as well. You know, Jim Bond is a Texas boy down there. He's one of our guys, Gary Berry. Uh, he's uh He's a Texas guy also, and uh, we we got a host of guys. And then oh, you might know old Mike Sheehan. He helps uh, um, a young man that uh, races the uh, 250 
uh, the 450 class, excuse me, trying to trying to make the main events uh, okay. from uh, St. Louis area. But anyway, uh, uh, yeah, it's good good gig. I really enjoy it. Now, your history with Kawasaki goes w- well back into your racing career. And uh, how cool is that to still be involved w- with that brand, such an iconic brand as Kawasaki? Well, I, I really enjoy it. I mean, I, I sure would have liked to have seen Eli win that main event at uh, Daytona last Saturday night, but I was I was just thrilled beyond delight to see uh, Justin Brayton win the thing because uh, when I was first became a Team Green technician in '96, I remember going to Des Moines, Iowa for the opener for the Arena Cross Series, and and uh, and seeing that guy hammer the whoops, and he's he's still showing him the fast way through the whoops. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's very cool seeing Justin get that win at age 34. So that's real cool. But it, you know, to, to about Kawasaki and my involvement with him though, back in '84. Uh, old Dick McCarthy uh, had a auto Europe leasing there in Irving. He came to me at Lake Whitney when I was riding some old worn out YZs in the, the year old bikes in, a, in the, in the 84 GNC finals. And uh, then we worked out a deal and I started riding his bikes and uh, got a team green ride after that. And then Sammy White stepped up and helped me get to the nationals and stuff. And, uh, and, and well, you guys pretty much know the, the story there, how Jackie Ost and I hooked up and uh, mm-hmm. he wrenched for me for a decade or more there. And uh, we had a good time, uh, chasing the uh, races around the nation and uh, trying to eke out a buck or five. Yeah, a <laughs> lot of really cool, great stories, I'm sure, and great years with you doing some amazing things, you know, and then coming back to Swan. And as when, I, like I said before, when we talked to you when I first moved here, you you were the man, and it was uh, pretty amazing to watch what you could do out there. Well, it, it was always a challenge to to um, to win uh, at, at the, at Swan in particular, Whitley always went fast there. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of fast guys at Swan. That was a, a challenge to win. And, and, and I face that all across the, the, uh, there's, there's fast riders everywhere. Like Hornshell was almost, it was very difficult to beat at Moser Valley's night track, but you get him on Lake Whitney and, and, and Lake Whitney though. I, I mean, it, it, they're really the only guys that were, um, at Whitney that were, uh, uh, were fast were the ones that could beat me off the gate and then and swerve like mad <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember i remember seeing you at swan you know back in the in, in in my childhood going out there and watching some of my buddies race and uh it was it was it's cool to see you then as it is to see and talk to you now man well right on i appreciate that i i know that uh, johnsonville was when i came out there to do that uh, tbrc race that time that was that was yeah. cool everybody had their crazy hats on and stuff it was really <laughs> yeah. great talking with you guys yeah, yeah man I, I enjoyed that a lot and i was watching a youtube video just a while ago of, of a night race at ross downs in 87 it's like you and jason upshaw and some other people going at it it's it, the, the quality's not very good on it but it was still cool watching it wow well i remember ross downs night track what i remember most about that is they had a day race out there one on one sunday and they had that Miller Mountain, and and then they had then you came by the first turn, and they had a little little a little mound right out of the first turn, and I had the bright idea that I would launch across that off that Miller Mountain and clear that little jump off <laughs> over there. And on the day track, it was no problem because I came out of that corner tight right hander right out of the end of the whoops there, and and, and then clicked in the third and had it uncorking it just right at the top of the RPMs and I went off at it and was able to clear it easily. Then I had the bright idea I'd try it on a night race one night, and, and it came up a bit short and bent my forks, chopper my forks out, oh, and it wow. didn't turn out too well. <laughs> a bit short. <laughs> well, hey, man. It's, uh, the lighting didn't, if it, you know, the lighting doesn't look very good in this video, so we'll just say, hey, man, maybe you sh- you know, th- we'll blame it on that. We'll blame it on the lack of vision <laughs> there. 
Yeah, well, you know, the sad part about that, guys, is, is thinking of speaking of video, there's just not a lot of it from back in the in the mid-'80s. There's not. It, no. It didn't seem like till the 90s that video started taking getting traction and going uh, because it, I, I, I got maybe one video of me riding arena cross. Oh and, wow! And it's it's pretty it's pretty sad. Yeah, I got and it's it's at the Cow Palace in San Francisco. Oh wow! And yeah, I got no tech no Texas Arena Cross videos. It's pretty, which is yeah, uh, that's disappointing. Pretty, pretty sad. What was your uh, your first year racing Arena Cross like full time? Well, at eighty at the end of eighty four eighty five, um, I did my very first one in Fort Worth at the Will Rogers Coliseum, and I remember Jack Rhodes was uh, doing the announcing. And uh, he wasn't talking about me. And I went up to him and said, you need to, you need to be talking about me because I think I can beat these guys out here. <laughs> I, I love the confidence of the older generation motocross riders. Like Trampus Parker would tell us, he just knew when he showed up, you know, over there in Europe, he said, I'm going to beat these guys. That's just the way it is. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a lot of what makes a champion a champion. Well, I think that's what you see with, with the uh, uh, current uh, – Cropper riders. I mean, they all they're all at the top physical fitness of their game. Mm-hmm. So if you if you know you're not going to get tired, and and, and you you know you're where your talent level is, then there's really no reason you can't be beat. There was this crazy guy out of uh, Texas, the Lancaster area. His name was Bill Howe. His dad was a doctor, and and Bill Howe used to always say, "You can't be beat. You won't be beat. Come on, kick their asses." <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about Supercross a little bit. Um, you know, Kawasaki's guy, Eli Tomac, um, he's had a pretty uh, rough year, really, and very inconsistent. A lot of times, you know, just goofy mistakes. What do you think about what's going on with him? Do you think there's a mental bl- ish- a block that he has maybe at times, or do you just think it's something that just happens? Do you have any opinion? Well, I, th- I think when you ride with the – uh, full speed ahead, damn the torpedoes mentality. It tends to get you sometimes. Sure. And and being on going that fast, my God, uh, the the speed the guy carries is just astonishing. And and uh, it um, sometimes uh, the bikes just won't hold up to that, and uh, it it bites him. And uh, I I really don't think that he's uh, brain farting while he's out there. It just stuff happens. Uh, strange things happen. It's uh, the moto gods work in mysterious ways, man. And for, for for whatever reason, uh, it just wasn't in a wasn't in a design for him to get it done this year in the Supercross. But right. He's he's sure fun to watch. Daytona was very impressive, and um, it, you know, let's let's talk about the guys on green that are that are doing good. The West uh, is when's the next one? You got St. Louis this weekend is it East, and then after that is it Minneapolis? And that's yeah, the shootout. I, I think that's the shootout. Yes, sir. Well, that should be exciting because uh, uh, the West is shaping up nicely, right? Is it? Why is it stopped? And now, uh, uh, Fortner and and uh, uh, Zach are tied on points. That's that's pretty cool. I yeah. really think a lot of Austin Fortner, and I really like him for this title. I just he's gonna. I hope he stays you know, part of the course where he's at and keeps going with it. You know, he's a young guy and racing against a crafty veteran. But I just he's so fast, and I really like that well, kid. It'll be a great battle. That's that's one of the funner ones I enjoy watching. Is is uh, is the uh, is the 250 class is because they're so uh, they're so stinking uh, um, uh, close and competitive. You know what I mean? Because they have they have uh, um, it's coming. It's going to come down to uh, some great racing for sure. I'm looking forward to them mixing it up. And the the 450s is is uh, heck. It, a lot of times the racing's processional in the 450s and. Yeah, and the two fifties is really good. You know, Jordan Smith, he was he was close to winning that sucker uh, 
last year before he wadded her up big time in Vegas. Yeah. Yep. And and now he's he's within an eight of those two, so they better not stumble or he's going to be right there with them. Yeah, he's right there. I I really feel like the last two seasons, even the four fifties, have been some of the best, most exciting racing we've had in a long time because. I mean, I guess there's a lot of injuries, and that's not good. But there's just been a lot of it's a roller coaster, you know. In like last year, Eli had a terrible first couple of races, and then all of a sudden he was right there, took the lead for a minute. Uh, I mean, it's just it's been pretty crazy, and you 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 kind of count people out, but they're really not out. Like there could be some freak things that happen, and Eli could be right back in it if Jason Anderson misses a race. You know, you well, just, that's what it would take. Yeah, and then but then he got he's got he's got a a, a bunch of a points deficit to Musk, and he's got to whittle away at, and that's pretty cool seeing him breaking up to third too. But oh yeah, Anderson. I mean, he's he's uh, you know if it, everything goes well for him, he's he's on his way to the to the number one plate for sure. Uh, but it would take a miracle uh, for him to lose that uh, significant lead he's got now. Right. Yeah, I, I think and, it's and, most likely he wins it, but I'm really hoping that something happens to tighten it up. I, I sure would like It's going to have to be something big. Yeah, I sure would like it to come down to Vegas. Yeah, yeah no doubt. You know, that, that would be uh, – it's a great year. The uh, last couple of races has been a great year to be fans. A uh, race couple of years has been a great great time to be a fan of the sport, that's for sure, because it's uh, it's exciting. No doubt. Well, yeah, Dennis, no doubt. And, Dennis, you have any uh, races on your schedule, or TVRC or Arm or anything that you might show up and spend some laps? Well, Oak Hills is, is the most geographically desirable for me. I, okay. I live up there in the Oklahoma City area, and uh, that's a, that's just about a three-hour trek down there for me. And uh, um, so I'll probably will go come and do Oak Hill TVRC. And as far as any other events, uh, uh, OMC is a, is a track here in Norman, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. That's a um, a great deal of fun to ride. The guys uh, just keep improving the place and improving the place. The dirt's getting uh, uh, the dirt's really good, and uh, Greg Albertson's doing the layout now. And, oh, and, uh, nice. it's, and uh, anyway, it's uh, a lot of fun. Uh, so I, I I just got my uh, you know 04 uh, stroker that I'm that I'm out there flogging, but it, the thing runs great, and uh, having having a good time doing it. I, I would be uh, willing but, to bet you're still going faster than any of us. I guarantee that. Well, I don't know about that, but I'm sure <laughs> having fun at it. Well, the the Oak Hill race you mentioned is that the the same weekend as the Moto Masters, or do you even know? I I, I don't know. I think it's sometime in May. I'm not. Yeah, sure I think I think they've been trying to piggyback those where Moto Masters is on Saturday and and TVRC is on Sunday. So if that's the case, I'll be there, and I'd definitely like to watch you spin some laps. And uh, what about Diamond Dons this year? Um, I've never done that. Uh, the, the you know Cowie's pretty much uh, the bikes that don't have a front disc on them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to ride them. You know what? I, yeah. Without saying it, the bikes that don't have a front disc on them, they, and discs aren't legal in Armin. And, uh, and right. I've ridden the bikes without front disc on them, and uh, you know it's it's brutal. Okay. <laughs> well, man, well, I was just curious. I, I've, we've gone the last couple years to that thing, and it's pretty cool watching all those guys haul butt. And man, just just wondering if you were going to come down and try to give well, something I'd, to coop. I'd like I'd like to. I wish sure. I had a, had something to ride to do it with. That's for sure. That would be competitive, and and then also uh, uh, Jefferson's a cool town. I've been there before. I yeah. I, I spent a couple of years out in Avenger, Texas, which isn't 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 far from Jefferson. And I remember going to a parade they had in, in Jefferson, and Big George Foreman was driving his Rolls Royce down the street and had a Georgetta one. I don't know how many Georgettas he's got, uh, but he's got one, a bunch one, of them. one of them was up on the hood of the car. It was yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, didn't he live in like uh, he's from Marshall or Carthage? No, or Marshall he's from or, Marshall. Okay, yeah. he's, he's out in that area. I know yeah. that. But it, right right on. Jefferson's a cool town, there, but yeah, I would I would like to do that event sometime. But it, uh, I still I still have yet to get out there for that. 
No, yeah. So you would have to ride a Kawasaki if you did it, though. Obviously, I'm sure. Well, I mean, it it, it would seem it would seem uh, that it wouldn't be too uh, smart of me to ride another brand, right. considering how many years I got in with that green company. <laughs> no, yeah, I didn't know if they cared when it came to to the older races, but hey, I could I could see where that matters. So that's awesome. Now, one more question: You said you're riding an 04 252 stroke. Do you like the mm-hmm. two? You still like the old two strokes better than the modern bikes? Well, I I got that bike for a song, and I don't sing very good, and, and uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty uh, it's pretty good. Uh, it, it's holding up well. I managed to get a fresh, all new, fresh lower end for it not long ago, and uh, I sure I enjoy riding it. It's just the the inexpensive doing it. I've I've had four uh, fifties uh, from 06 all the way to to through twelve, and then uh, I wadded one up pretty good out there at Swan and busted a bunch of ribs. And, you got spent ten days in ICU there at Trinity Mother Francis and didn't enjoy that too much. But, yeah, uh, I've ridden four fifty since then, but um, I, I, you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna start riding vet classes and stuff and be competitive, I'm gonna need a four fifty because if the track has if the track's not rough to where you have to pick lines and and miss bumps. Uh, then it's very, 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 very difficult to beat a 450 with guys close on talent. Definitely. Well, I feel you on having to lay up at Trinity Mother Francis. I've had to do it a few times as well. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, try to stay off that ground, my man. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did, I did so well avoiding hitting the deck there for a long time, and then it seemed like when I turned 50, my God, every time I turned around, I was wide. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, Dennis, my son's a Team Green-supported rider out of a, one of our local shops here in Tyler and nice. um, loves the Cowies. What's the – you got any word on the 19 450? Are they going to make any changes to that thing? I mean, no one uh, listens to the show if you want to leak something. Well, if, if you if – you, uh, well, uh, what's your young man's name? Uh, Doc Smith. Doc Smith. Yeah, he All won, right. He won a championship in the 450 class at Daytona this weekend, so. Oh, uh, 450 uh, B, C, A? C. He's a C rider. He, um, he won the 450 are you, are you, C. Are you guys going to Boom Diggity? Uh, no. I, I, this weekend is the – Ring-a-ding, spring-a-ding race oh, at oh, Underground. I'm not boom diggity. My mistake. I'm that's sorry. What I, yeah, I, was trying to say, I was like, damn, yeah, is there two yeah. races with that same kind of name? No. <laughs> spring, spring-a-ding-ding, right? Yeah. Spring-a-ding-ding? Yeah, we'll be All there. Right. Yeah, there we go. I'll get it right here in a minute. I love how that guy's pimping that. Yeah. Because sea rider, I mean, you can get you can get Dude, full works ride. Did you tires, see? Yeah, helmets. I know. We, I mean, my son lives there and trains there, so... Oh, um, hey. he's expected to, to be there, but I mean, I hadn't even signed him up. I had, didn't even think about it. And we, cause we had that, we'll leave the spring a ding on, uh, Saturday, go to Denver for an arena cross for Sunday night. Then we come back to Texas for Freestone. So, well, it's, it, it's nice. It, it becomes an obsession. Does it not? It, I mean, no, it comes. You know, to be, I mean, it, it, that's, that's cool. That's fantastic. He's got team green assist through that, through that. Uh, is it through good times? No, well, Good Times got bought out by um, okay. Broadway uh, last year, I see. and so yeah, it's through What's Broadway Power Sports. Uh, who, oh, cool! Who now own it, and um, uh, Denny Humphrey in there, yeah, really helps take care of him, and um, which is awesome. They well, um, that is good. Well, but yeah, I was just curious. I, I keep hearing rumors that they're going to change the four fifty well, and nineteen. I, I, I mean, they kind of keep the district managers in the dark about what's new. But motocross action is reporting the all new nineteen models. So uh, I suspect someone's let the cat right out of the bag. Apparently, yeah. So yeah. I, I I would suspect so. Yes, I I think we're we're overdue on that regard as far as uh, needing a needing a new model, but I, I would suspect we would have one. I'm not certain, but it sure seems that way according to MXA and yeah. and, uh, and uh, we're uh, 
we got a summer meeting, and I, I, I really won't know till the first week of June, and at that point, it's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of too late to know then, right? Yeah, because everybody uh, knows by then. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but if you read, if you check out motocross actions stuff, then they, they've pointed out more than once that we'll have an all new model for nineteen. So, what if motocross actions accurate? We got a new one coming, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't know how accurate they are. <laughs> Oh man, well that's been the rumor too. But hey, man, it's already a good bike. It's proven it's a win. It, it, all these bikes are proven to win, and uh, I guess it can only get better from here. Yeah, well, well, good luck to Doc there at uh, future events there. That's for sure. It seems to me that Spring and Ding Ding is really catering to the sea guys, giving them the free entries at bigger events throughout the year. Well, yeah, and the tires and the tires and the helmet. That's pretty awesome. They giving them like everybody gets on a podium gets that new helmet company. I can't remember the name of it. They all get a helmet. Everybody on the podium gets all their national entry fees paid for the rest of the year. Nice. Um, and they get free support from EBR. for fa- Basically, you get factory support at all the nationals from EBR. I mean, it's a good deal. They're really pushing that C-Class. And, and well, I know that uh, I, Zach Mashburn texted me and goes, hey, you need to get Doc signed up because we're you're going to want to be in it. So I went, yeah, I got them all signed yeah, up. Yeah, I've seen I know you guys are on Instagram. I know you've probably seen – <laughs> Who's the used car salesman that Moto Playground uses? I have to no do clue, that but stuff? it's amazing. This guy's priceless, isn't he? <laughs> it's really good. Well, uh, all right. Well, uh, what what about uh, uh, Texas Moto? There, are you guys all in for the the uh, Freestone? Is Freestone Spring Race still the biggest thing to do there? Yes, Freestone is the biggest deal. Will be that that starts next week. It's a yeah, week long. Yeah, yeah. Monday. Actually, they start rolling in, opening the gates for people to roll in on Monday, and I think yeah. practice starts on Tuesday mm-hmm. and racing Wednesday. So that that's the big JS Seven National. Wow. Well, yeah. I thought the the Springeting Ding was first. Is it underground at Texas track? Yes, yes, uh, yes. Oh, Spring, yeah. Springeting is yeah. first, and then everybody. Yeah, the following week the is following the, week is the will JS7 be JS Seven. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and I I won't be. Um, I don't think Mark and I will be going to any of those. We're we're pretty much just doing the vet stuff. Yeah, Moto Masters. I enjoy and, being around the old guys. Yeah. I mean, the kids the kids ride a little too rough for me. I got to. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I leave that to the young guys. Yeah, it's good thinking, guys. Way to go with stick. That's, that's that's my that's my <laughs> mo too right there. Yeah, we got to hang out with you know Mosley and and Shand and all those guys. It's well, and then the, AKA the open cooler class. You got to ride the open cooler class. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Heck yeah, yeah, man. Well, uh, guys, if uh, if you're looking to buy a new dirt bike, I highly suggest uh, you pick Kawasaki. Give Mr. Hawthorne here uh, credit for that. And, uh, Dennis, we know you're a busy guy, so we won't take any more of your time, but it's always a pleasure speaking with you. Well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you thinking of me and getting me on the show and all that. Uh, 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 Kawasaki, uh, as they say, let the good times roll. So, yeah, uh, the green bikes are uh, rocking and socking, so uh, can't go wrong with that. Looking forward to seeing what Fortner can do this year. I'm really, really pumped on that oh, kid. Yeah. St. Louis ought to be good. I, you know, I, I suspect Bauer should hit the top 10 uh, probably this weekend because the, awesome. track, the traction is better there. Right. I mean, heck, he's been doing 14-14, and he's better than that, I think. Yeah, so yeah we'll I think see. so, too. I agree. Thank, All right, guys. All right, man. Thanks, thanks, thanks again, Dennis. Dennis. Have a good night, buddy. Later. See you. Five-time Arena Cross champion, Mr. Dennis Hawthorne. Always love talking to that guy. He's I could literally probably sit there and talk to Dennis for – hours upon hours straight about old race stories and this and that and it would be just as enjoyable at the beginning part of the conversation right. as it would at the end the only thing that would suck is that the conversation had to at end. the end yeah the, yeah the hard thing with him is you want to keep talking to him we got other guests to get to yeah, yeah. yeah so well, once again one again won't yeah. be a problem with yeah. that. no i'm sure i'm sure he'd love to but guys quick break be back with uh, mr jay reynolds from nitro arena cross 
right, guys, welcome back. We're going to get to our third guest of the night, Nitro Arena Cross Series and the Junior Moto X that happens in Oklahoma, uh, Mr. Jay Reynolds. Jay, what's up, bud? Man, happy to be alive, happy to be with you guys. That's awesome. Like, Appreciate yeah. you coming on tonight, dude. Jay called me like first thing this morning. We're still on, right? Because he was excited to actually talk to, to, to us. I mean, that, that, that means we're somebody. Absolutely. You guys are it. <laughs> hey, man, man. I mean, this is, this is what's going on in the moto world right here. Well, we're pumped to hear that. <laughs> but you've got what's going on. So, so basically, from what I understand, you've kind of taken the reins from Pinard about running the Junior Moto X. And... I wouldn't go that far, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it needs to be. But anyway, um, but I was asked to come in That's to, what I mean, uh, to, help, to out. help out. To Let help the, out. That sound? Yeah, yeah. That, 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 there you go. Come in to help <laughs> I out. I don't think I could take Bernard's place. I don't <laughs> think that's possible. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, is. He's very well uh, respected in the throughout the industry. One of the, you know, as a promoter, that's sometimes a hard feat to accomplish, but uh, I feel like you're on the same path he is, man. Well, I've, I really appreciate that. Uh, Tom Selensky is my partner. Of course, he's one of the originators of the Junior Moto X, and he asked me to come on and and bring some of the some of the stuff that we're doing Nitro and and uh, just some of the back office and back end uh, organizational stuff and bring it to the bring it to JMX. Well, so tell us a little bit about what we got going on this year. Um, yeah. I mean, how how are your like entries looking so far? And just give the listeners. I mean. I mean, I know about it, and Doc knows about it, because Doc actually got on the podium the first year of it. Um, but these two jerkies over here, they don't keep up with the amateur stuff as much as they should. Well, we do through you, but yeah, that's yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this year, we're going to continue you know, the, the theme and everything that, that the JMX started with. Um, and that is you know, creating an, a, a premium uh, amateur event that, that features kids 18 and under. And so that was the vision and, and everything for, uh, for JMX. And we're taking entries. Entries are looking really good, especially from uh, the entries from all of the top, uh, top amateurs. And we have commitments from all of the teams um, as far as all the factories. And they're bringing, and they're bringing their, uh, all their top amateur riders. Those guys have all uh, pretty much pre-entered already. Um, I think in the... I think we're don't quote me because it changes but you know 150 somewhere in there 150 to 200 range and we cap out at uh 600 uh, i think last year was uh right at 580 uh, as far as five yeah 580 entries and i was talking to tom and he said that usually you know it's the last couple of weeks when 70 percent of those entries come so we're yeah. right on pace to to do what we need to do you know, and to create that premium, you know, that premium flavor. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Uh, that many kids, this thing is growing pretty fast in the last couple of years. Yeah, the whole moto scene's on an uptick. You know, I mean, everything, everything's uh, growing. The amateur moto scene's on a, on a real upswing, so that's really positive. But some of the things that uh, whenever we came together, we talked about that we needed to do. Um, we're going to have, and I can't let the cat out of the bag yet, but we're going to have some kind of entertainment on Saturday night, uh, freestyle-wise, and we're, uh, we're working on that really, really hard. Um, we're also implementing a non-age limited, so you're not limited to age 18. Um, we're going to have a uh, pro two pro classes. Oh, that'll um, be good. Yeah, 1,000 to win oh, wow. uh, on both of those. We've got some pretty good names that are going to, 
already already uh, committed. Um, can't can't say those yet either. But um, but yeah, a thousand to win on both pro classes. That's in that's on Saturday night. So, so basically, you're saying you've got all cool information that you can't even tell us. Yeah, yeah, you'll have <laughs> see. That's just bait because I want to talk to you guys again. Oh, I see what it is. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's just set up. You know, you just kind of I just lead you on a little. Always bit. the promoter. Always the promoter. Yeah. <laughs> so um, another cool thing we're doing different uh, is the track design is going to be completely different this year. There will not be one single split lane in the entire track. Okay, and Doc's, that was Doc sitting over there just did a fist pump like yes. <laughs> I know, right? So you could act, you could actually pass somebody without having right. to, without yeah without having to slot car the whole track. Yeah. So yeah, that was a uh, a lot of demand um, and 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 a lot of polling, you know, as to what we could do better, and that was the that was the number one thing that was was mentioned. With attractive. So. Track design will be more, uh, a little bit more arena cross esque. Um, still with the outdoor, you know, the idea was to have an outdoor race indoors. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's still going on so that the suspension settings don't have to change a lot because uh, everybody's, you know, already got their outdoor settings on their, on their bikes. So, um, but yeah, the pro class is a big thing. Um, so any of you guys out there that are listening, um, that'll, you know, that's a $5,000 pro purse and a thousand, uh, thousand for first, I believe second place is 500 and it goes on back eight, eight to 10 spots. So, um, well, you know, I, make I tell that. you from a, and, um, and oh, factory contingency too. I yes. forgot about that. And that's for the, that's for the amateurs also. Yeah. And I, and I'd say from a, an amateur parent, any amateur parents are listening, something that y'all do that nobody else does the sign up, you sign your kid up. If I'm not mistaken, you sign your kid up. That gets you, the parent, in the gate too. Yeah. Yes, that's right. The kid, the kids' gate fee. That's right. The kids' gate fee and the yeah, and the mechanic or parents' yes. uh, gate fee is both included in that first in your first uh, in your entry fee. Which, which is awesome. Correct. Which is awesome because everywhere we go, we pay. 80 to a hundred dollars to ride these national races. Then you got to pay on top of that, a daily fee to get in for the rider, a daily fee to get in for the parent. And for mm-hmm. somebody who's going broke, like I am, because I have a kid who's actually somewhat fast, I have to, and I have to take it to all these races, being able to go to a race, just pay. Here's a hundred dollar entry. I think it ended a hundred dollars a class. It is. It's a hundred dollars yeah. a class. And that gets him in the gate and me in the gate. I mean, I just sign me up. I'm good for that. Right. Another thing uh, that's new and different this year is we're going to have a training, uh, uh, and there's some slots available for that. So we're going to, I believe it's Thursday morning, or Thursday, sorry about that, but it's either (laughs) Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon. Um, And they, but we're going to have a training, and the training, I can tell you who that's going to be, if I can get them all right here. Uh, We've got... uh, Nathan, boy, you're gonna. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> boy, uh, anyway, let's see if I can do these. I wish Tom was on the phone because he's been putting them all together. You right. Know? Um, but anyway, uh, Tim Ferry, Nate Rams, and Nathan. Yeah. Is it Nathan Ramsey? Yeah. Or Nate, yeah. And uh, one other guy that I, I apologize, dude, whoever you are out there. <laughs> I, you're really high on the list, but I can't remember your name because Tom got you from out there in Michigan. Yeah, area, I think. And um, and then local is uh, Robbie Smith uh, in, over there in Oklahoma. Right. So all those guys, and then and then uh, Trey Kennard is going to be looking over the whole thing. 
Oh, awesome. wow. That's going to awesome. be awesome. That, yeah, that's cool. That's something you got to do right there for sure. Yeah. And everybody, you know, even if you're not on the sign up list, you could, you know, you could be up in the stands, you know, as far as all the riders could be up in the stands and watching. So that's going to be something that's really special. That's cool. And, uh, and we're going to be putting together. So we're excited about that program too. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, it's obvious every year you guys are trying to do something a little bit bigger with it. And, and hopefully eventually this thing's going to be one of the biggest amateur races in the country. Yeah, we're still, and you know, we still, uh, just like last year, Mav televised event, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and then also live, uh, live webcast. Yeah, you know, that just live like webcast we did. stuff is awesome. That is really yeah, cool. yeah. They just did it out at, uh, you know, out at out at uh, Daytona um, this weekend. Yeah, Daytona, and then yep. we did it at the junior mo- at the uh, the World Championships of Arena Cross, and we're finding that the you know, the parents and the families just love that. Yeah, yeah. You and I talked about that this morning on the phone as I was driving back about how it was so great that, that, um, the fan, all the families can what people who can't, you know, travel four States mm-hmm. over to, to be able to watch the kid race arena cross and how you did that with your nitro arena cross that final round. That was, it was an awesome way to do it. And, and what you're doing with the program is, is amazing. And it sounds like you've got even like just more and more adding up, uh, so where do people go to online to check out to like I, I, like to sign up yeah. or to check yeah, out junior, what's going on? Yeah, juniormotox.com. Yeah. Uh, they can go right there and they can hit the link. And, and your social I mean, media? Sign up link. Social media is the same thing. It's all Junior Moto X. Junior yeah. Moto X. Great. Yep, they, could, they can go right there. Well, Jay, it was cool having you on, and uh, we'll definitely talk again soon. Um, as you get more information, we'd be happy to spread it on to our, to our listeners and and get you on and we'll talk about maybe after the event or see what's going on for nitro coming up this next year man i love it guys i appreciate you having me on and uh doc good job this weekend thank you <laughs> he's like over there about to fall asleep we we had just drove like, he, yeah he doesn't want to do this yeah we, he hates being on the show like we drug him in here and basically said we're gonna burn your number one plate or you're yeah. gonna sit in here and talk to us about it one of the two dude I, if i got two more seconds man yeah. doc ahead. was one of the fastest most consistent and might i say smooth guys out there um in the nitro tour i got to watch him a lot he's going to be a really fast force to be reckoned with here in the future well, yeah i would say to any uh, other parents <laughs> going to that <laughs> yeah. nitro arena cross actually really helped out doc so if your kid you think he's gonna you know make it or whatever taking doc to that nitro arena cross getting all the friends riding the tracks the way they're designed builds confidence and it, it shows for him doc came home with a number one plate at daytona supercross this week so that's awesome. Yeah, that's all. That is awesome stuff. All right, Jay, man. Have a great evening. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Appreciate CJ. it, Thanks, Thank Thanks guys. All okay. Right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Jay Reynolds. Ah, yeah. I mean, I, we kind of just let TJ have that interview, right? It's good. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it was, he was pretty straight to the point about the, the race coming up, and it's pretty pretty cool. It's, event, yeah, sounds yeah, like. I like that, man. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good little deal. He you know? actually, I mean, Jay has some – like big plans that I think he can actually do. Yeah. We talked about stuff on the way here and uh, uh, when I was driving home and I am, I'm really impressed with what he did with just that little nitro arena cross. Well, so, that thing's turning into not so little anymore. I, I it's know. getting big. You I know, know it really and, is. And who knows what the future holds with, uh, with the other series supposedly. Yeah. Rumor to be going away. We'll see. Yeah. But. I think, I, I think I also heard the other day DB say something about, well, they've got, uh, um, 
things already planned for next year. Like he wasn't talking about it being canceled or he was just saying things are in the works for next year. So I doubt that's going to go away. Yeah, he he said that a couple of venues have been booked for the next two. They have contracts yeah, I think for you the next said couple that years. Too. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. They can, but you know how that goes. If they decide to scrap it, none of that yeah. really means much. Right. So I'm sure there's ways around it. But I hope it doesn't go away. Right. So I want to see this kid sitting next to me over here up there one day and, uh, you know, well, winning, we got winning races and things like next that. Next weekend is his first Amsoil Arena Cross. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's going to be pretty fun. You looking forward to those whoops? <laughs> well, let's see how big they are, but you're going to try to hit them as Well, let, as let me tell you the secret because I know. Yeah. <laughs> look! Look to the end. He knows. He knows. Focus your eyes on the corner afterwards and pretend it's a straightaway, flat, oh, yeah. and yeah. click one more gear up. Just don't even look at the whoops. There's no whoops yeah. there, dude. Hit him! Hit him like it's a straightaway pinned. He'll be fine. Yeah, totally. That's yeah. what I do. I'm sure that'll work out really well. <laughs> That's what I do, Mister. Like a great like strategy. seventh gear. Seventh. Yes, yeah, oh, seventh. Seventh. Yeah, we know you're serious right now. <laughs> Good. Yeah. So, uh, guys, we're going to talk a little bit about, I guess this can be our locals only segment. So, uh, TJ, Doc, you guys have been in Daytona. We've done it for a freaking week almost, right? Talk to him. He's, and, uh, he's well, I'm the talking to both of you because you raced too. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you sort of raced. <laughs> he, he really raced. But uh, tell us about your weekend, man. How? What did you think about the track? How did it go for you? Tell us a little bit about your little. Uh, Incident too, a little crash. Uh, yeah, well, um, beginning of the week we went out to uh, Tampa MX and did that uh, that uh, Kawasaki race out there. And how was that? Uh, that was pretty fun. I rode my 450. I hadn't ridden it in a while, and uh, a little sketchy because I hadn't ridden it. But I mean, we we made it work. We got a number one plate out there, and then um, we just kept it rolling off into Daytona, and um, we just tried to. I tried to. I had really fast qualifying and. Went into the uh, the heat races pretty hyped up about the week, and uh, just didn't have the start. So I, my clutch was slipping. We after the heat races, I went and uh, got a new clutch. Team Green stepped yeah, up and really Green helped really, out. Yeah, That's they awesome. helped out. And I went into my first main, got a great start, came out third, and um, off the start, some some kid like whiskey throttled, got sketched and hit me in the air. And wadded myself, and the bike was pretty mangled. Got up, finished that race. Just tried to just finish it and get back to the, just just to finish it. I mean, I don't even know why I did, but got back. Um, jacked up my leg pretty bad doing that. We went over straight to the medical units, and they checked me out. Everything was. They had a decent. full hospital. They like literally in the infield have a full blown. X-ray tag. Oh, so that's the hospital they went to. Then. That is a full-blown hospital. It is. They call yeah. it like the Daytona Speedway Hospital with real true. It was, right. it was amazing. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty great that they had that out there. Yeah, yeah. Because if you had to leave, you wouldn't have. I wouldn't. You wouldn't have won race. that championship. Yeah. Yeah, and then I got. They checked me out. It was probably 30, 45 minutes. They checked me out. Went back to the truck. Sat down for a minute. Tried to rest the leg as much as possible. He almost he wasn't gonna race for I, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, for a minute I I wasn't feeling it. I was like the I just couldn't move my leg. I said, well, all I can do is go out there and try. Right. And went out there for the next moto, got the whole shot, and led the whole thing all the way through the race. There you go. It's pretty impressive. What, what how what how technical was that track for uh for you guys for amateur day? Was it just like um, the big boys or there, there was a couple sections that were pretty. Like if you there's a couple sections that the B riders were hitting like tripling through and I just didn't feel comfortable even trying. Right. But other than that, it was it's pretty. Uh, as long as you hit your mark right, it's pretty simple. Okay. 
he was doing some of the lines like the B. Okay, you remember in the pros, like right there next to the start, that one section where the guys were like, like you would drop down and quad that big section. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, pretty much everybody except for the A A guys and the top B guys and that kind of stuff. Early in the day, they were just double, double, double through there, and the top guys were like, would hit it and triple. And Doc was doing that through the qualifying and through that kind of stuff. I mean, he was hitting everything except for this one huge triple. Going, it was like this double double, and I don't know who was the first one to go. Hey, that's doable because <laughs> it was yeah, like a, it's pretty big, and it had like a a sketchy double right before. Like you jump into the face of it, even just doubling it. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah, it was sketch. So, but anyway, so you did that, and then the. I think personally, and I haven't actually talked to Doc much about it. He had one more race after that. He got fourth. He had a bad start on that one. Just bad time on the gate. I mean, literally, his timing was off. Went from like 17th to fourth, but I think he was just spent. It's a yeah, lot of racing. And not Try being able one. to put my leg out really, really like, oh. hindered me. Like, oh, yeah. I was riding like my, my race, like the races after messing my leg up. I was going through the corners, never took my foot off the foot peg because oh, it hurt wow. so bad. Oh, mm. dang. Oh, well, you did pretty good for yeah. for yeah. for not being able to put your leg out, though, huh? Yeah, it's starting to feel a little bit better, but I mean, you're still hobbling hurts. around a little bit, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> get some ice on it. But mm-hmm. we're all we're we're proud of you, man. You got a you got a big busy schedule coming up from here till August, I guess it is, huh? Yeah, we yeah. have we have a busy, busy schedule for sure. <laughs> tell us a little. Tell <laughs> if us. It's up. not riding. It's training. Riding, <laughs> right. training, riding, training. Tell us what's coming up for you next. Um, we're gonna go out to underground and do that motor playground race out there. Then Saturday, straight after the races are over, we're, we're leaving. we got to go up to uh, Denver, Colorado to go do that arena cross. Okay. And then as soon as that's over, we're driving back down, coming to the house, getting the rig, and going to, to JS7. No big deal. 15-hour one-way drive. <laughs> right. You come yeah, right back. No, no big, no big I, deal. I'm dropping. Okay, I've got my father-in-law taking the RV to, under, uh, to Freestone, dropping it off. And then I'm going out to Freestone um, on on Tuesday, drop dropping Doc off, and I'm leaving Tuesday from there, straight from there, going to work. Like it's it's a it's an absolute madhouse party and in the pits. Hold on, even <laughs> even more than that. This weekend, my oldest son, uh, his soon to be daughter is due. Oh, like wow. my granddaughter is due this weekend. Too. Oh wow! Oh yeah. really? So yeah. you gonna have a busy weekend, homie? So I assume crazy. Mama's staying around the house for that. Well, they're in um, Colleen because he's active duty. Oh, well, I won't be that far from them. Right. So she's gonna be in Colleen for the baby to be born, and then go to to, to Freestone and for his oh, race. Oh man, it's. It's gonna be fun. It's a man. You might be yeah. by you might be by yourself. She maybe with that grandbaby. Yeah, like I don't even know who's going to be out there with me when he la- he leaves. So yeah, just you. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome uh, yeah. to adulthood. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's time to start adulting. I, I, I think uh, RT and his boys are gonna be out there. So I'll try to get. I'll, okay. I'll uh I'll hit him up and tell him to keep an eye out for you. Yeah, we'll maybe right. hook up with them and yeah. get some plans together or something because yeah, you're next brand well, guy. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if Stockton will be out there and all those kids. Uh, I was with them last year. I might see you talking to them. Yeah, there so I think if any kid is going to be just fine by himself, it would be Doc. And now, if you'd have <laughs> left me by myself at that age, <laughs> probably wouldn't even race. No, it wouldn't be no race. <laughs> There'd have been a lot of things happening, but racing wouldn't be one of them. So, but no, man, you're doing really good. We're proud of you. Glad you're okay. Glad just it's not any more serious. What they say is just just bruising things like that. Uh, yeah, it's pr- soft much tissue. Just bruising. He hurt his vagina. I guess without an MRI, an X-ray is not going to tell you much other than nothing's they broke. They just well and. And they and they sent it into like the actual like the 
I guess the pe- the radiology tech people and to make sure his growth plates were fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, once they figured all that out, they're like, yeah, it's fine. But man, I'm telling you, are I'll, his growth plates still open? That's yes. what. Yeah, he, he's 17. So I uh, guess. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough. I'm not a doctor. He's gonna grow four or five more inches and just <laughs> slap you around when you get oh, out of line. Hold on, hold on. I got a story to say. Uh oh. So, um, Kevin Kelly. Not yeah. Kevin Kelly. The David Iser was there doing the announcing. Yeah. And oh, we yeah. were doing the announcing. Yes. And they're announcing, and they're just having fun. They're just talking about craziness, right? So we had this guy pitted next to us. He was an awesome guy. Uh, um, uh, uh, you don't no, remember. Don't ask me. I don't John? Know. His name was John, yeah, I believe. J-O-N. Hope yeah. you didn't listen to this show. No, he's the, the great guy. His family, were they were just awesome people. So yeah, he actually says he's going to listen, so I give a shout out to him. Well, but I'm about to throw him under his the name's bus. probably Tom. I'm about, to, I'm about to throw. I'm about to throw. Yeah, John after under he the bus. after he talked to TJ for a few minutes, he gave a fake name. Yeah. <laughs> probably so. So anyhow, he um, he was sitting there. We're sitting. He's like, man, we're talking about different riders that are there. People. Yeah. He goes, man, did you hear about that one kid? This guy's completely serious. He's like, did you hear about that one kid? They were announcing it. How he's already gone to um, high school and college. He's 17 years old. He's an actual doctor. He's out they're racing that's why they call him doc smith and i looked at him and had this look and i'm like what and he's like yeah he's, he's like I'm like are you serious he's like when did yeah. you become a doctor and i'm saying yeah, no, right? and doc is it kind of walks up oh like, so that's what eyes and them were saying <laughs> yeah that sounds just like something and, you would and, say and we were saying and i just pointed at doc and i'm like that's doc smith and he goes he looks at me and he's like you mean they were lying <laughs> <laughs> No, it was, oh, it was great. So, so, like he was out there winning the race. They have it on Racer TV, and they're like, "And if it, Doc's got the prescription for winning and all this kind of, <laughs> hey, it was just nothing but Doc." Yeah, I posted that uh, the picture of you on uh, Instagram. Dennis Hawthorne just told you good job. Yeah, awesome. that's pretty stout, That's homie. Pretty, awesome. pretty yeah. stout. Yeah. So, so anyhow, but man, we had we had fun. Um, it was it was an interesting week. Heck so yeah, man. It's well, not over yet. It's I'm, not. Yeah, it's just beginning. I get to go. To, I have to go to work. <laughs> I have to leave next week to go to work to have rest from my days off. <laughs> yeah. Well, get ready. You better rest up because when you get back, you'll be going somewhere else. Yeah, you know? we're going to Kentucky. Oh wow! What are you gonna uh, do? What the hell are y'all gonna do in Kentucky? <laughs> you gonna, go, gonna go to ride? You gonna go to Ryan Sipes house and ride? What are you gonna do? There's a there's a regional or an area qualifier, area qualifier for, for the Mid East region. Oh, so you're trying to go in two regions? Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. they don't care if you do that. Well, you can't. You actually only can can Qualify claim out of one out of one region, right? But when you are like upper level kids, you do multiple regions. What happens if you have a bike breakdown and you or something? You have a, a wreck or you don't make it for your car breakdown. Right? Yeah, to yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just contingent. You. And also, I'm going to try to qualify at that one too because Sweet. the it's regional. Be hard. No, the <laughs> shut your mouth. The regional is at Redbud. Uh, I mean, the 50 lap times are faster than them at Daytona. Ah. No, no, they were. The 50 cc little kids. I matched them. I matched them. Okay, you may have matched Dark them. Dark side, how does that make you feel to know that we probably would have had the same issue he had there? <laughs> don't act like you wouldn't have been slow too. Oh, I'm sure I would have been. I, mean, yeah. I don't think I'll be as, be as slow as TJ, but I mean, in practice, he wasn't even hitting the jumps. I mean, he had, I to, he had to talk I to me. Well, it's probably kind of intimidating, to isn't it? Yeah, I'm just sure. hit some of the doubles out there. I, I did. It was sketch, bro. Oh, I'm sure, dude. I, I rode Dallas Supercross like in '95, and you, you go into that thing going, oh, like walking track. I'm gonna jump that. I'm gonna jump that, and then you get on the bike, and you're like, oh, I'm not jumping anything. I'm not jumping shit. <laughs> and then I almost died uh, during. Okay, so the, <laughs> so on on Monday I go out on it. Doc says I'm not riding practice because his motos he were late, and it was just two lap practice yeah so i stole one of his practice stickers so i could do two practices i really want to get my bike dialed in i was 
once I found out the fifties were faster than me, I was motivated. Right? That's so like I he just can't to, see how that's even possible. Hey, dude, you've been around, those fifty it. kids send it, dude. They yeah, were hitting all the big jumps. Anyways, anyways, so <laughs> I go out there and this dude in the B class, I mean the C class, where one of the docs practices. Like comes around the inside. Well, I go ahead and let him go by. I go real, mm-hmm. real high. Let him go by because he was going faster than me. And both of us kind of messed up in the corner. And I missed a shift. And I almost—I mean, I landed. My front fender almost hit the ground. I almost died. After practice, that dude rolls up to me. And goes, I almost saw you die, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. What'd you think about the one two five out there, or the one forty four? Excuse me, on that track. Would you rather had a four fifty? No, I had. I mean, I tried to talk him into riding mine. He should he have, shouldn't he? It. Yeah, yeah, he should have. Everybody was like, ride the four fifty. Uh, that's not the point. Well, jumping that stuff wouldn't have been such a big deal. No, you know, I didn't have. Honestly, it was not the bike at all. The reason why I was slow was my skill level and how long I built the bike. I can't. I could have gone, dude. I'm gonna tell you this: as long as you've been off the bike, that ain't the place to go back. Right? You know, yeah. Start know. riding again. I'm with you. Like, maybe we need to get out in the backyard here a little bit. I just haven't had time, like, and you know. I just I'm like I'm dragging him all over the place, and I haven't been riding because of him. I blame him completely. That little turd sitting over there is the reason why I don't get to ride. So I'm gonna ride. Dude, I remember... Uh, Even if I suck. I remember back in like 2010, we did the Full Moon series, and you were on your uh, KX125. I had that Cali uh-huh. 250F, and this little shit's still on 65s out there, hmm. and little chubby kid still getting... To go, trying to send it, though. Like, still... I mean, we were all like, yeah, man, you know, he wasn't... He wasn't winning, right? He wasn't he was winning, but he wasn't... He was not that slow, though. The thing is, you could tell, like, something's in there. Like, he ain't scared, right. you know? You could at least see that part of it, and then just to see where he's at now it just still trips me out. That was... That was eight years ago, man. Holy shit. Yeah, time flies, dude. Yeah. It's it been, really it's been a minute. It has been a minute, but uh, I'm enjoying watching you go through this journey, and dude, just enjoy it. Keep working hard. Keep having fun. And but look keep, at and just, tell that asshole right there, thank you, because this is a huge sacrifice for everybody. But, <laughs> he does, you know. Yeah, I do all the time. Yeah, I told him. I don't want to tell him thank you, but you can't. Oh, I pissed him <laughs> off. I pissed him off on on uh, Saturday because during the heat races, he was just he wasn't riding aggressive. Really, and he was still what top three. Top, I mean, he was up and he was thinking one one or whatever, but he was riding like a complete goon. Yeah. Okay, TJ Alessi. Yeah, every every one of my uh, heats, pretty much every time I was on the track, I had the fastest lap time, pretty much. Yeah. But. So I was telling him, I said, "Look, dude, I don't care if you get dead last, as long as you're riding to your full potential. I don't care. But what you're doing out there, no, I'm, but we're gonna pack up and go home. And obviously, it paid off. Look at it. Hey, you see that over there? That's I a, see that's it. The number no, one plate. Hey. That's from Daytona too, dude. That like was, that's legit. That was know? handed to him by the, the AMA amateur, you know, how what they call it? Probably. Hey, can you imagine the arguments that they get into in the pits and how hilarious they probably are? It's pretty crazy. <laughs> me and you, we don't argue that much. <laughs> well, when we do, we like if I win, you're buying me something good to eat on the way home. No yeah, Wendy's. Not, not, no, no more <laughs> fucking Wendy's. Yeah, I was like, after the after the win, I was like, Dad, when we on the way home, we're getting ice cream. <laughs> I said Waffle yeah. House, and, uh, and I was I got, like, no. Waffle House is good. No, Waffle House is legit. No, I spent forty five dollars to spit. No, I, that was not me. That was forty five dollars to speed three people. That was that just was too much money. Where? At some place called Hooligans. Well, at least it wasn't windy. The burger was giant, hey. though. I mean, food was really good. That's what Amber and I spend. When we spent fifty when we go to Leon's, just the well, two of us. That's dumb, dude. I spent twenty and at and the that's taco. Just two people. That's not even three. Dude, yeah. the wife and I spent twenty three or four at the taco stand. Just eating that right. steak though is like eating heaven. Should I play the the music so we can? Are we going to get in a food argument over the show? We're going to nah. get in a food argument There's over no the show. Hey, I had In and Out Burger the other day. Saw that. Yeah. It was amazing. Wow. It's I'm going tomorrow when I hit Dallas. Awesome. All right. 
Well, guys, good show tonight again. Big shout out to All Sport Dynamics. Visit motocrosswristbrace.com. Shock socks. Visit your local dealer for details. MX Girl Designs. Hit her up on Instagram and Facebook. Get yourself a set of graphics ordered. Big thanks, Tony Berluti, Dennis Hawthorne, Jay Reynolds for. Thanks to Doc Smith for coming in here and sitting with us, even though he did not want to. And uh, guys, remember patreon.com. Search out Moto X Pod Show and uh, donate. Keep this little this little this little shit show going as we call it <laughs> but uh whether it's whether it's 50 cents a dollar ten dollars we'd take a hundred and we don't mind taking a hell yeah so uh get, give us some love on there help us keep paying for things like soundcloud and tj to eat at wendy's and so on and so forth so uh for uh, supercross absolutely for dj tj dark side muscle mark moto x pod show see you next week <laughs>